Welcome to the OEC Podcast. You're here with your co-host Shakira Liu. And Lucy Rose Nixon. Join us in chatting about all things a cappella. Hello and welcome to episode five of the OAC podcast and today we have again some wonderful special guests with us today all around well-being in competition season. Joining us today we have Catherine, Emma and Rasheen from Be Extra. Say a warm welcome to them guys. Thank you for having us. Hi. Hello. Hello. No thank you for joining. I'm very excited to chat about all things acapella and well-being today. This is an interesting topic and sort of that three-tiered singing competition and well-being so thank you very very much for joining and of course with me today is also my lovely co-host Lucy Rose Dixon to help me out yeah I'm super excited for this uh this episode I think it's super relevant especially at the moment in the current climate but also just in general with singing so it's super cool to have you guys here yeah oh thanks guys tell us a little bit about yourselves and what you are up to at the moment should we start with Kat what, what are you doing at the moment so apart from trying to do freelance work um bits here and there for a few theatre companies and a few for British Council which I'm very lucky to have um just working on um be extra really and uh trying to keep finding opportunities while there's you know few and far between Mm. yeah yeah I feel that that Mm. is a that is a struggle (laughs) it's a it's a really difficult one um but yeah also we've got Emma and Rasheen with us here today and hello hello. (laughs) Emma why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and and sort of uh what you're what you're up to at the moment so I'm a singer and I'm also a therapist so it kind of goes hand in hand uh that I'm here um I'm about to release a new single um so I'm working on the artwork we've got the masters in I'm you know all of this in lockdown is tricky trying to re-record any vocals and all of that kind of stuff which is difficult um and I'm also just launched my new website as a therapist as well so I'm a wellness therapist I work with talk therapy and healing and various things to help with anxiety and stress and and actually without my own work I wouldn't have been able to be the singer that I am now Mm. like without doing my own healing without doing my own negative voice stuff in my head I wouldn't be able to be an artist and a yeah and a singer I wouldn't be able to put my music out because I would have been too terrified so it's kind of this is a perfect sort of um unity if you like yeah no I totally agree I think it's something that we do have to always keep tabs on although as artists as creatives yeah yeah really important and Rasheen hello thanks for joining tell us a bit about what you're doing at the moment yeah so um I guess I'm more of a body-based practitioner here you're all singers and everything but uh (laughs) something I work with is music as well within some of my sessions, I have my training in something called dance movement psychotherapy, which means I'm a trained psychotherapist, kind of like a talk therapist. But as well as talking, uh, I use body-based and psychosomatic uh, interventions and analysis of of clients and patients, um, always bringing it back to the body and how the mind and the body connected. Uh, I'm also a yoga teacher as well. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I it's always such an effort to try and describe what DMP is, that's with psychotherapy, because it is really outside the box. So it's like everyone asks me like, oh so what is it you do? I'm like, how much time do you have? Because I could like explain to you for like five years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. That's that's so true. But I think it, it it's so 
acapella is one of those things that are, is very holistic as well in the in the practice is that it's not just singing it's also movement it's also oh. you know being on stage it's performing it's that kind yeah. of yeah um, oh i love that mm-hmm. so it, it's really relevant you guys being here and i guess yeah. um going I, I, going back to cat as well tell us a little bit about the company and be extra and and sort of how you know emma and rasheen oh wow do you do you want the whole story of of how it how it started? <laughs> oh, <come laughs> on. Can. Okay, well, um, fortunately, unfortunately, uh, twenty twenty, I decided I was gonna travel the world and I was gonna work in all these different com- uh, countries doing producing, directing. Twenty twenty was gonna be. It was the it year. Was the year. Wasn't it? I had I had <laughs> like I think it was like six different um, countries four different continents I was going to be working in, directing, producing, singing, all of this. And the first country in January that was supposed to be for a few months was uh, China, Shanghai. Wow, of course. (laughs) Of course. Of course. Excellent choice. And, um, well, as you can probably guess, it was very exciting and a lot of things happened. So unfortunately, after not not long enough being there, um, <laughs> the government said <laughs> you need to come home. Um, so I got on the very mm. last seat available on the last flight out of Shanghai before everything completely. Wow! Are you kidding me? Went wow! Bad. And like it was it was bad before that. Like they were dropping um, bleach from airplanes onto streets without telling people what? to to cleanse the, <gasps> the virus and things like this and <gasps> healthcare is different wow. out there so there was people in the streets who were suffering with it and oh, it was it was gosh. very um different to how it is here but anyway I, ca- I came back mm-hmm. came back to the UK and um I just came for the airport and there was there was nothing there was no no one cared. Mm. No one knew what COVID was. So I was like, okay, well, it's it's not going to oh. come to the UK. We'll be fine. I'll be fine. I can just like relax. I can like kind of like deal with everything I saw. I can move on. A month later. So it started coming into UK and all this. And I was like, okay, I really need to um, kind of deal and understand with what happened to me out there. Um, but I needed stuff that was specific to the arts because I was out there directing, um, you know, public speaking, coaching and all of these things and working with a theatre company. Um, and I needed stuff specific to that. So I was looking around and there was just nothing. Um, there's no resources out there for artists. There's no, um, there's just, there's, there's networks and you can meet with those networks like once a year or whatever. Um, but you can't uh, get that bespoke element that so many other yeah. industries can mm. get. Um, and I just thought it's not enough to, um, mm-hmm. you know, say here's all, all these resources for different mental health challenges, but nothing for artists. So that's where we decided to make the change. So we are a wonderful group of 38 volunteers, all from different backgrounds. So we have a lovely mix so we've got um we've got people in fashion we've got a girl in our team who did a dress for the BAFTAs um we've got people who do pottery we've obviously got these wonderful ladies who know all about um well-being and health and all of all of that wonderful stuff which 
you know, I'm so glad they're on the team because they really, they really, really do know their stuff. Um, and yeah, we've got, got such a, a lovely mix of all, all the kind mm. of genres of the arts, opera, theatre, dance, fashion, like We've we've even got someone who's very good at making potato art, and Ooh. I'll leave that to you, I'll leave that to your uh, <laughs> wow. imagination. Be in touch, please. <laughs> yeah, actually, <Yeah. laughs> be surprised. It's actually stunning, but um, it amuses me a lot. I love it. Um, but yeah, so we we we've come together, and and now we're making uh, resources for the arts specifically, bespoke for the arts. Um, and that's courses, workshops, um, you know, events, forums. Um, we're going to be making digital courses that people can access soon. And that's going to be really, really, um, you know, it's going to be scientifically backed. It's going to be, I think it's going to be quite the storm when it comes out because it's definitely going to be what people really need right now. Um, yeah, so we're really looking forward to More that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I join? <laughs> That sounds amazing. 100%. What is it? Like, give me a piece of the cake? I don't know. It works. I'd like, I'd like to join, basically. Yeah. Lucy, you're, you're yes. in, um, you're in, like, involved in, like, opera. and am, and you, yeah. You're a singer as well. Just very similar to, to Catherine. Yeah. And, and I think... Yeah, I yeah, think, um, especially, like, at the moment, as you said, I mean, you've touched on it, but, mm-hmm. you know, COVID in 2020, it's been so impactful on everyone. And I think within, you know, being in uni, I kind of came to uni, joined every music society possible that I could. And at the minute, everything is so stagnant. You know, you don't have the sort of community, you don't have everything going on and you're not around other singers anymore. So I think it's so easy to sort of fall behind and get lost. And I think having resources like this, it's it's so important. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to touch on sort of, you know, in general, obviously you guys seem to have so much expertise in the arts amongst all of you, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, what sort of general advice would you give to performers and, you know, maybe singers in particular, or just anyone who sort of at the moment is struggling to get involved and sort of doesn't know how to get back on their feet? Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, it's a big question. <laughs> that's a great question. Well, I we can definitely relate to what you've been going through because yeah. um, we've recently been doing... Um, these very very bespoke talks for universities so so far we've we've done Exeter, Warwick and Durham but mm-hmm. we've got a line of um, people in the waiting list to get talks from us but we've been um, doing these um, kind of research with the students to what they're going through so we've made this talk really really bespoke and what what you just said was something that I think most people yeah. from from the response we've had um, people are going through that. Maybe the one of uh, my lovely my lovely girls could uh, go further into it. If you're talking specifically about singing and how you get to be a part of it, I think the biggest thing is stop comparing yourself to what other people are doing right now. Mm. Yeah. Because especially on social media, you see everyone with their guitars and doing and doing TikToks and this yeah. and that, and <laughs> I sound like a real nana, but you know, it's that just makes you feel more pressured to, mm. I've got to do this, I've got to do this, otherwise I won't succeed. Mm. And right now, everything is stagnant, and that's what you have to trust and know, that everything is stagnant. And when the world starts opening up, yeah. you can start opening up as well. So what you, I would suggest you do or anyone would do if they're a singer is just sing for the love of mm. it right now. Keep your voice, yeah. keep your voice in tune. Keep your voice oiled and keep it. You know, just practice, practice, practice. Enjoy it, and then when the right times comes, you can get back in and and start doing what you want to do for your profession. Mm. But right now, it's about looking after your 
your health, your mental health and your actual, you know, your vocal cords. Yeah. And stress will not help those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So stop, stop comparing yeah. and get off social media. If, it, yeah. <laughs> if social media is stressing you out because someone else is doing something that yeah. you're not doing, stop doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's such stressful times. I feel like you're so right. Like now is like not the time to be thinking about being super productive or getting loads of goals set and things like that. Now is the time to be looking after yourself in the physical, yourself in like the spiritual rather than like goal setting. It's too stressful. Um, And I also agree with you about what the social media thing. I've actually had to come off social media. Um, Mm. I can't relate in terms of like the singing and things, but I think my um, relational aspect is that uh, being um, a yogi, uh, I'm trying to do um, like my handstand and try and hold it for more than two seconds. That's like my go- that would that was my goal a while ago, and I've just not been able to uphold that. Um, and seeing loads of people doing it on social media was like getting me down. And I was like, oh, do you know what? So many people are like doing their handstands and they look amazing. Um, so I just had to come off because I was like, I'm so busy with work. Yeah. I'm literally working like six days a week and probably a little bit more sometimes as well uh, with like all the stuff that I'm doing. So I was just like. It's obviously not the right time. Let me just do some yin yoga and be over with it. Just not check the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's such a topical question what you asked. And like, um, I'm very lucky and I hope I don't make you all envious. But um, <laughs> luckily, because I'm a choral scholar for um, mm. my local church at the moment, while well, I'm based in Swansea, um, I very, very luckily have been able to sing for an audience um technically well, yeah. technically it's a congregation but um I'm very lucky I've been doing that but um we keep having these massive breaks in between so it mm. might be three months and then we'll be invited mm. back so currently we're back for Lent Ash Wednesday just gone and everything like that so there's great music around and all of this mm-hmm. but I my voice and my stamina as a singer is not there it is it's oh, yeah. really yeah. not there so yeah everyone listening have you practiced? Have you have you really practiced though? Practiced. <laughs> have you really yeah, practiced no. though? Um, no. <laughs> so I'm calling everyone <laughs> out. You need to you need to get those hours up and like even if it's just a shower. Like I know yeah. you've got your family around and stuff, and it it feels embarrassing, but yeah. you just mm. gotta sing. It's the best acoustics in the shower anyway. That's yeah. so true. <laughs> it's the, like I do all my warm ups in the mm-hmm. shower. I do. I mean, my neighbours must think I'm bonkers. I do all my warm ups <laughs> in the shower. I do all my practicing in the shower, and everyone hears it. And and that you know, and it's just for me. It's for nobody else. So you've got to just sing it like it's for you, not for anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. And the st- Those are such wise words. Yeah, what were you saying, Kat? I was just going to say, and the steam is so good for the voice. Oh, it's good for the curls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, you've got, if you've got curly hair, it's good for the it helps my curls too. I always get I am guilty of that, I'm not going to lie. I haven't practised. I don't... Oh, gosh, no. no you know I, mean? I always find, you know, every now and then at the moment, I'll have something that I'll have to record for, you know, an acapella group or for something and... My the quality of my voice is just not where it was because I you know I used to having a singing lesson every week and we do warm ups and I have to practice and at the moment I it's that I mm. haven't like you know done a scale or an arpeggio or a usual warm up in so yeah. long it's so crazy just don't even think about it yeah how much we used to I used to rely on other people to be able mm. to do the scales and so I would sing along so and I'm terrible at the piano so I can't do that for myself like but there's so mm. many apps that can do that for you that's yeah. so true so, and you know what there's something I read recently is 
whatever your art is, whatever you're trying to create, whatever that is, just be ready for the time mm. that you're going to pop. Mm. So this is the this is the time to be practicing and this is the time to be enjoying what you're doing because when you're ready to go, you've just got to be there ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. So if mm. if none of us have, if we we've all been sitting here for the last six months saying, well, I haven't sung. <laughs> what if your break's going to happen in two weeks' time and you're not ready for it? You know, you've just got to be ready for it all the time. Yeah. You, you're right, and even if it's not that we are getting our outlet through singing necessarily, I think as well we have to try and create in other ways, right? So even if we can't necessarily sing, like I've got people living up and down inside of me um so I can sing quietly but I'm trying to get my release through other things so I I do a bit of yoga routine as well Mm. and like um sometimes Mm. painting or like writing Mm. um just trying to release it in a different way I think is important yeah I also think that the voice is just such an amazing way to release like physically Mm -hmm. it is that actual physical release of like the voice from the body and something I've found Mm -hmm. that has been helping me during lockdown is music so much but also going out and screaming somewhere (laughs) yes yes this was me in lockdown yeah Yeah, you should you should oh my gosh you should it was just me in lockdown one um I was finishing my master's in psychotherapy and I was like it was so stressed I was doing my dissertation it was like 10 out of 10 stress most stress ever so I was like how can I like release I'm doing all my movement there needs there needs to be something else like I'm still I'm doing I was actually in therapy at the time because when you're training psychotherapist you need to be in psychotherapy mm-hmm. wow. um so I was like what is it that I could do what is it I'm missing I'm like I'm just so angry at the moment I'm so peed off I just need to release mm-hmm. I need I feel like I need to scream screaming into the pillows not doing it so I went to I went to like an empty field. I live in like South Wales Valley, so there's loads of like fields and sheep uh-huh. and stuff. So I, I went and I went to go scare some sheep with my with my screams. It was amazing though. It was it was literally it was lush. Yeah, that's ten out of ten recommend. Do you know that's funny? We were, I had a client the other day, and normally I do my clients online. Like you know, we have an online session, and she said like I just need to go outside. I haven't walked outside today, so mm-hmm. can I take you on a walk? And we'll just do like a walk and talk therapy. I said like, brilliant. We'll do a walk and talk. Mm-hmm. And and it was the best therapy session we'd ever had because she was not with her boyfriend in the house. She could scream and talk and vent and rant and do everything that she wanted to do. And she's like, actually, I'd quite like to do this regularly with you, like do a walk and talk therapy where I can actually just not worry about anybody else in who can hear me. Mm-hmm. I thought there's something in that going outside and being free mm. and just not being able to think about who can hear you mm. and who can listen to you. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that is a that is a great thing to do. Get outside and scream and shout or, or slag <laughs> off your housemates. I I definitely do that. Anytime I'm like calling someone to talk about my housemates, I'm like, I'm gonna go, go for a walk. walk. <laughs> 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 they might they might watch this, so I apologize. If they do, but I don't mean it. <laughs> it's all healthy. It's all healthy venting. Hundred percent. And if you don't have that outlet, it's gonna come out in a negative way and so passive point, aggressive. You know. Mm, yeah. Oh, hundred so percent. You need yes. to get it. You yes. Need to release um and I guess it kind of leads into sort of the the rest of the arts community and I I guess sort of the effect of COVID has been monumental have you felt any of those effects on your company or um like in in your own kind of little bubbles yourselves yeah um I mean in in terms of the company itself so we are all um the company's entirely virtual so we're not actually, we don't have a, a real life base or anything like that because, well, we don't mm. need one. Yeah. 
and also um, if we want to represent the arts, we can't just be in, in one location. We need to know what's happening across the UK. Mm. So it's really, really important for us to kind of have that outreach. And as well, say someone needed to go into a community uh, in Scotland, we have someone who can do that. Yeah. So um, that's, that's what's kind of good about our community. But um, mm. in terms of the arts itself, um, so I'm predominantly currently more... Um, in producing and directing at the moment um and what i've seen is so many artists just say i'm giving up i'm gonna go to an office job mm. and it's so it's so sad but then um you know i i do think it is it is sad to see someone leave the industry but i do wonder whether if they were gonna quit anyway mm. yeah. and this was just the thing that made them realize actually I'd be much more happier if I had That's true. financial mm. security. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like one location to be in instead of touring all mm. the time. And, you know, it's lockdown's been a good time for people to realise what they really want and what they don't want. Yeah. Yeah. It also makes mm. you have to be creative, more creative and innovative in how you... Mm figure out how you're going to deliver your product, whatever that is, you know, you've got to, you know, I've seen people do some really interesting ways of still being able to be uh, whatever their art is, you know, theatre or singing or whatever. And Mm -hmm. it's inspiring when you're not comparing yourself, it's inspiring. You're like, oh, that's amazing. Look how, what, Mm -hmm. you know, look what we can achieve Mm -hmm. when we thought everything was locked down, the theatres are closed, everything's closed, venues are closed, music venues are closed, but people are still finding ways to get their art out there. And that is exciting. And that, in some ways, it's kind of really exciting because exactly what Kat said is that now you can get your art out to millions of people, whereas before it was postcode lottery, you know. So it it could be really amazing if you allow it, if you allow yourself to be open to these new possibilities, it could be really exciting. Even though you know, the last year has been really traumatic. Yeah, yeah that's true. It has. And it, it's, it's um, within the industry itself. Um, I know I was saying before the podcast, but I'll, I'll say again now is um, because I, I'm quite heavily involved in quite um, activism and, and um, you know, changing the industry in terms of equality, diversity, um, mm. gender equality and, and those kind of things. Because I'm heavily involved in those kind of groups. What I've seen is this time has been used by many, many um art um forums i guess and networks to decide um what they want to be like going back because that people don't want to go back to the way things the way they were yeah. they want to go right. back to an industry that is better that is that is much more beautiful and mm-hmm. loving and supportive um in all in all ways um so i've seen a lot of um new groups pop up that are going to advocate kind of the new version of how we should be as as a as an art community which is quite yeah. nice oh that's amazing i think that's so sick that you're involved in that Kat. <laughs> that's how we met wasn't it cat that's actually how we met we met we we met through like a women supporting women in the music industry. Oh, I love it! It's just it's <laughs> so good and necessary, and I think it, these chats yeah, well, um, are what we need right now. And I think that takes me nicely on to competition season and sort of the initiative. And I'll explain a little bit about what competition season is. So in the a cappella world, essentially, we have competition season from January through to March, and it is sort of centered around the biggest competition, which is like the World Cup of a cappella, which is the ICCAs, which is so. It's run, it's mainly like a a United States kind of like oriented competition, but people in the UK could compete with quarterfinals, semifinals, and then if they 
get through, they go through to America and then compete against the American group. So it's big. It's a huge, huge scale. Um, and competition season, you know, just like you guys are saying, like we've all found ways of trying to enhance or recreate what we know and love in a different way. So competition season, especially the ICCAs is now still going through, but just virtually. So instead of like venues being booked and tickets being sold, it's now um, taking the form of, have you ever seen like a pentatonics video, like their old stuff where it was like a square box and it's like yes. them singing in the square? Yeah, oh, yeah it's good as <laughs> so it's like that um essentially um groups are filming that kind of video and then yeah. uploading it all onto youtube and it's all free to watch um it's accessible globally um it's really really <laughs> incredible um this like new shift and i guess with that in mind competition season is a very intense period like even before covid it was intense because of physical you know the physical strain and now it's intense because half of the community or some of the community didn't realize that they had mm-hmm. to learn how to record and learn how to mix and learn how to edit. Um, and so you still have that like, that kind of rushed, scared feeling of like, oh God, like I've got to make this really good. And I, I don't know what else everyone else is doing. And it's really stressful. And I think competition season, regardless of it being online or in person, is a quite stressful period. So I guess what tips or advice have you got for those who are in competition season now, virtually, and even next year, if we're going back to that physical, what what kind of advice do you have for taking care of ourselves and on our voices too? We've got, I've, I've got my own sort of go-tos and Roisin's got her go-tos and I'm sure Kat's got hers. So, but I can only talk about what I do. Um, I do this technique called EFT, which is a tapping technique. And it helps with my anxiety and my stress and with my negative voices. So if I'm needing to go to the studio and record or if I'm needing to, so I'm a recording artist, not an acapella artist. Um, So if I need to record vocals or I need to write or I need to do something and my mind is saying, oh, you're not good enough or you can't do this or, you know, you're not going to be, you're not going to deliver. I use this this tapping technique and it just sort of changes my brain waves and gets me into a really positive mindset I also do a lot of breath work I do a lot of meditation as well and I do a lot of self-healing um but I and 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 I also listen to podcasts like of other people who are really good at sort of changing your mindset so the biggest person who's in the way of you succeeding is you so if you remove yourself out of the way you can be really really bloody amazing (laughs) so the techniques that I use are the techniques that get me out of the way so I can be my best version of myself so I can sing the best I can perform the best I can deliver the best Mm. and those techniques are the ones I've just been using I've just talked about but over the years I've used lots of different techniques and they're all great you've just got to find one that's in your lane and that really suits you but there's so many things out there to help you to get your mindset in a really good place yeah yeah, I guess it's really individualised when you say so Lucy Lucy was in a competition last year weren't you with the practical focus yes I was yeah I think yeah you've sort of touched on this I think previously as well but what you were saying about, you know, stop, not comparing yourselves to others, I think is relevant with that as well. And not just in, you know, th- yeah. these times with social media, but just in general. Yeah, like, definitely. I think that's something I've struggled with for a long time as a singer, because I'm, you know, I'm in acapella groups, but I'm also a solo singer. I do a bit of opera and classical and stuff. And something I've always done in all fields of singing is compare yourselves to other people, you know, whether they're people your own age and, you know, in uni with you or, you know, singing in a competition against you. And you're always thinking, you know, how can I be like that person or you don't have something that they have and I think you're right that the first thing you always need to do is think of yourself and how you can you know 
get over your own struggles rather than always comparing it to other people. So I think that's a really yeah. important thing for everyone yeah. to sort of keep in mind. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm personally very lucky because well, relevant to this, um mm-hmm. because um the ICCAs have, have been held a lot in Exeter Northcott, which was uh my stomping ground when when I was in uni. The Northcott holds a dear place in my heart. But um I often went along to like a cappella shows and to the after parties after the ICCAs which are quite um rowdy <laughs> yeah. I would say um but I did notice a lot about um a cappella which is it is a strong community and I think when you're in a group it can be and I don't mean this and not a negative comment on the community but it can be quite clicky mm. Mm. Um, and you're constantly when you're in these groups, you're in competition with each mm. other for the solos or to be at the front or to, you know, to stay in the group, even dependent on what type of group you are in. When I kind of noticed all of that, uh, a good memory that I have with one of my previous singing teachers is um, he once told me before every show or competition he does, he always makes sure that he has a hotel or he has a room that he can be in mm. on, by himself. And I asked him why do you do that don't you want to be with everyone else and like getting in the groove and he was like no 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 because I have my preparation for my competitions Mm. I have my way that I need to be myself before I go on that stage and I don't need other people staring at me or making me feel like I'm judged because I need to do what I need to do and that's so important for people to realize that like there's some ways you're going to warm up for competitions that are really silly yeah and it might make you feel really self-conscious mm-hmm. or you might need to do really loud arpeggios or, you know, whatever one you do. You need to make sure that you do that in a space mm-hmm. where you know that you are safe, that you love yourself and that you can you can do all of that without being judged. And I know I do a really weird thing before competitions or going on stage. So I do a lot of breathing exercises um, related to like shamanism mm-hmm. and stuff because it gets mm-hmm. you really, really deep into a good space. Mm-hmm. I also do a headstand. <gasps> yeah. What? So it is <laughs> because it. the reason I do that is because you really need to focus on yourself and focus on your engagement in your stomach mm-hmm. um, to be able to do a headstand. And if I can't do the headstand, then I know I'm not in the oh, right space. Okay. But then once you're in it, if you hold it, then you, you, you're engaging your core, you're mm. focusing your mind, you're in the right headspace. Mm. And that's that's what I do to get really really in the zone but obviously if if I'm in a room with loads of people (laughs) yeah I'm not gonna do it I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna do it so that's that's my advice for anyone is is just to make your own space in the world be yourself and don't let anyone else judge you totally I think that's such like a psychosomatic way of thinking I was like I was thinking I love where this is going guys <laughs> no it's no you are both so right guys about you know having that time for yourself when you were asking the question you see I was like oh okay maybe you know people can make sure they reach out to their community and things like that but obviously I'm not quite in that world either so but yeah yeah making sure that you have your own time to do what it is that you want to do um and yeah do your own techniques and just feel comfortable in yourself taking that break away from everyone else yeah it's just so important I feel like this is kind of advice that everyone hears like all the time maybe and it's yeah. like just gonna be <laughs> so, yes I know this yeah. thank you <laughs> yeah I think I think kind of like building on that I, d- I did a lot of competitions when I was younger for the um which is the Welsh Ooh. cultural um 
competition. So a lot of singing and, you know, there was there were songs without accompaniment and songs without blah, 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 blah. And it, it was kind of still a, a clicky mm-hmm. community because you'd know who'd win and go through to the next yeah. round before they did even sing. Wow. There was just that kind of... You, you just... You knew all of your competitors before mm-hmm. you even went there. And I, I think competitions do naturally breed a kind of... Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I'm not that person, yeah. so I won't get through. Yeah. But I, I do think, like, if you if you put in the hours and you maintain a positive mm-hmm. attitude towards the work you're doing, and instead of thinking, oh, I need to be better than this person, you start to mm. think, I need yeah. to be my best, mm-hmm. and I know I've put my hours in, and I know that I'm going places but you don't compare yourself to the other person, you might get a lot further um, than saying, oh, this person can belt that note. I need to belt higher Mm -hmm. than them. That's just not going to work. So you need to own your practice, own yourself, and be better at your skills, not better at someone else's skills. Totally. I used to be an opera singer before I became a pop singer. Mm. And... That was really challenging is in its own way because I everything you're saying about the mm. opera operatic world, it is very clicky and it is very elitist in some ways. And, you know, I knew my voice. I was a top soprano. And then all of a sudden I was like, mm, I don't want to do this. I want to be a pop singer. How am I going to do that? And it took me months to change my voice. And then when I did that, I was like, is it any good? I've no idea. I might sound like Charlotte Church, no disrespect, but I might (laughs) sound like Charlotte Church trying to do some pop song. And I had to really like talk to myself. I had Mm. to give myself a proper talking to because I'm like, who am I trying to be this opera singer, trying to suddenly get into the uh, commercial world? But then I just thought, why not? Why can't I? It's what I want to do. So why can't I do it? And actually, as long as I do my best and I make sure that I'm focusing on what I can do and my uniqueness when it's ready, my time will come. Do you know what I mean? And that is, and I use mantras to help me with that as well. But it's like, I am me and that's all I can do. I can yeah. only be me. I can't be you or you or totally. an, anybody else. Totally, so, totally. So that's what I, you know, that's what I've, I've gone through that massive process of changing from one technique of using my voice to another technique. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a big, it's, you have to constantly break through your own voice, yeah. if you like, yeah. To, to, yeah. to get to that next point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the inner like critical voice is like really, really tricky, especially when it comes to comparing yourself to other people. And it's we're talking about it as if it's something really easy. You can just like, just don't do it. It's not, it's really hard. Yeah. And I, I still do it all yeah. the time, even though I'm yeah. like, yeah. no, I'm not supposed to do it. I still do it all the time. But yeah, it's yeah. taking yourself, it's being really self-aware and it's taking yourself into that space. Okay, I can see that I'm doing this. What ways can I mitigate this? What ways can I decide that, uh, you know, give myself the positive mantras that I feel like mm-hmm. I am? What is it that I can bring without putting other people down in your own brain as well? So without yeah. going like, mm, mm. but she can't do this. Like, it's not yeah. about that. It's also, it's just about rising yourself up. And that's how you're going to gain yeah. real confidence without, um, you yeah. know, uh, th- learning to become your ego's confidence, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. And that, that makes sense in terms of like, if you're watching two performers on stage and one performer is like enjoying every second, they're living for it. They're they're like they love the fact that they're performing. They love the way that they say things. They're really really happy to be performing and grateful and and enjoying it. And they know they've worked for that second. You love watching that performer. Mm, yeah. Where, whereas performer number two, they're they're performing really well, but 
every now and again you can see them go that wasn't quite right that could have been better you can see you can literally see those people on stage mm. sink in the head yeah. and as an audience member you do notice that mm-hmm. um i know people are always like oh i didn't notice that everyone knows yes. because we you know we're yeah. all people watchers at the end of the day yeah. <laughs> actually every single time i'm in a musical the one key note for me is Fix your face, Shakira. Like it's, <laughs> we can see that you're kicking yourself when yeah. you mess up a note. So yeah. stop. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's definitely like it's something I knew I've struggled with, especially when I was younger. Um, in terms of like even auditions and things like that, like being so in your own head, it's such a barrier because. I know I've definitely like watched things before and I mean I'm not saying I'm I'm definitely not the best singer in the world but I've watched things and I've watched people in them and thought god like you know I'm better than them why didn't I get this part but it's it's so obvious that it's because you know that attitude it really does show up when you're performing and it 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 does you know people aren't gonna want to watch you because it's uncomfortable if you're uncomfortable then you know it will make an audience uncomfortable so I think it's a really good point. I have two sayings that I really love. The first one is be you because everyone else is taken. Oh, nice. Mm, I like that, yeah. And the second one is focus on what you want, not what you don't want. So focus Mm. on the magic that you want to create in your life, not the things that you don't want to create in your life. So the more you focus on what you want to have and become and bring and draw towards you, the more that will happen. The more you focus on what you're not having or what you're not doing, the more that it's like a magnet. You'll just draw that. So you might as well focus on the stuff that you like, because that's the stuff you want more of than the stuff you don't like. So, yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm surprised you didn't say be extra. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I left that one for you, Kat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we we had that name because, like, as 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 thespian artists and and whatever, we're always told we're too much, we're too all over the space. You know, we're bouncing mm. off the walls. Inverted commas, mm. normal people don't want to engage in that energy. But actually, yes. you know, we we really want to say be extra, be your extra self, be extraordinary in every single way you can. And really, really own yourself. Be there's a quote by Jacob Collier that's something like, oh, um, "Yes, him. I know he's lovely, isn't he?" Yes, um, he <laughs> we said, love him. He said something the other day that was along the lines of, "How weird can you be until you're no longer yourself?" And I, I think that's so, so, such a cool quote because you know you're never going to be able to be your true weird self because mm. you'll always stop yourself from reaching that point. Yeah. But if you can be your your natural weird self, mm. why don't you just do it and enjoy mm. it and really really start to love all all the different aspects of yourself yeah. because then you'll be happy. That's when you'll really be happy. I think that's, that's such a powerful message. Yeah, and I think I've been really struggling personally with you know running the company and sometimes feeling mm. like imposter syndrome is like creeping in on me and I think oh God, you yeah. know it, it is hard to maintain that mantra like you say even though it just takes dedication and practice and I think that that nicely branches into hashtag comp season for change which I will explain this initiative and it was created by um, a wonderful group in the acapella world called tone up all the way in Edinburgh and it is surrounding sparking discussions in competition season so January through to March though it is going to inevitably extend and, and influence all areas of acapella but it's around the sort of scene and uh, diversity within the sector and I think it's really important to understand that 
we have to engage in these conversations. We have to get to talk about the current environment to talk about these these wonderful um, people that we have embedded in our community. Because if we don't, they can't be themselves. And how can we expect them to come forward and, and want to be a part of our community when we're not inclusive? So um, I, I think that's it's, you know, around competition season and it's an initiative that's kind of just started. But I, I guess what kind of like advice or um, tips would you have around engaging in conversations like that? Because especially for me, choosing to support this initiative was was like a big step. And it was like, it meant a lot to me, right? And it was really hard for me to kind of go, okay, like I'm, I'm going to acknowledge this. I'm going to talk to people about it, no matter if it's a negative opinion or not. Um, and I guess managing that kind of stress is, is part of it. But what are the best ways to protect ourselves, but still be ourselves? <laughs> wow, big question again. Huge. <laughs> We're going for it. Um, I'm. I mean, from I'll I'll start from a from a more activist point of view. Um, like, as in, if this is if this is the first time that um anyone listening is um first engaging in in kind of stating their political views in terms of you know I want to change this and I want there to be more love or equality or diversity in in any art form or any anything. The first thing you gotta realize is um, to state something as your passion. So that's what you're doing when you're standing up for something in a in an activist way. Mm-hmm. You're standing out, and stand out means you're gonna draw attention to yourself. And to draw attention to yourself means people are gonna judge you. Now mm. they're either gonna agree with your opinion or they're not. Um, that's just the way life is. People are gonna love you or they're gonna hate you or anything in between that's always going to happen but it's I think it's certainly especially after everything that happened in 2020 it's now the time to be brave and to really like if you want a world where people are more supported and loved then you need to shout and scream for it and it's really really Mm -hmm. important that people stop worrying about those people because say say your your Instagram you start supporting all these matters you start putting it on your story start doing posts about it the people who don't like what you say, they will leave. Mm. And the people who love what you say, they will follow and you'll find new friends and you'll find a new community that is much, much better than the one you were in before. Mm. So really, it yeah. is all in everyone's benefit to be brave and start, you know, saying what you really want out of uh, life in your community and, and mm. you will find a, a better place. Mm. I think it's about allowing yourself to be vulnerable as well. Vulnerability is strength and courage. Vulnerability is not fear and failure. It's completely the opposite. So being vulnerable is about really showing up and saying, this is what I want. This is what I stand for. This is who I am. And if you don't like it, what a shame. Yeah, Yeah. quite frankly. Yeah, yeah, so true. Yeah, we've we've had chats about that, I think, as well, sort of previously about, you know, not being afraid to make mistakes and be wrong is such an important thing at the moment, especially yeah. when you're having these yeah. chats that maybe you don't necessarily know something about that someone else knows or, you know, you want to find out more. You have to actively seek that. You know, it's not sort of trying to mm. pretend you know everything and then keeping your mouth shut when you don't. Mm. It's sort of asking the questions and not being scared maybe to say something wrong and then correct yourself. But, you know, you have to be willing to have that mindset, I think. Yeah. And it's about being accepting of others in that time period as well, in those conversations. Like, as people, we are generally, you know, we can't help but judge others. It's within our nature. But 
again, catching yourself and trying to be as non-judgmental as possible. And if you, you know, notice that you are, you know, questioning why that is, is this something else I need to learn about myself or learn about something else? Um, so, yes, I think it's a good time for a lot of um, self-discovery in all of these things as well and learning about yeah. others and ourselves. I always believe that people that trigger you are actually your best gift in life because they are showing you something that you need to change for yourself. Mm -hmm. So if it's something that if you don't like something, it's probably because you don't like it in you. So therefore Mm. sort that out first before you start looking to the outer world. So do your inner work, do you before you start judging everybody else, you know? That's so true. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Thank you guys. Just really encouraging words and just, you know mm-hmm. such support thank you so much for for sharing that with us and i guess before we wrap up today um i really want to ask how can these wonderful listeners get involved with what you do because what you do is so important for the community and of artists um how can they get involved well 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 um <laughs> listeners um of the world of acapella if you would like to uh get more involved with the extra well-being for the arts kick we have first of all a wonderful resource hub which we are currently building and developing which has a phenomenal amount of stuff which can help you for all sorts of uh, uh, emotions or situations and it's going to be quite a big thing but we will be specializing one area particularly on competition so very relevant for what you guys are going through and I'm sure you'll find some link somewhere on OAC where you can find that (laughs) but otherwise do check out our website follow us on our Instagram Twitter LinkedIn if you want even a TikTok you can can find us everywhere but do sign up to our newsletter because we are always making new events workshops and we're always wanting to hear new voices and new ideas Um, we're very open to collaborations because the more people who are passionate about making a change in the arts the better and the more people we work with the better the projects are going to be so fabulous shout out the handles cat shout out the handles (laughs) instagram (laughs) Um, what is it i think it should be at be extra underscore arts fabulous and that should be the same on all of them and Evan, Rasheen, how can people find you guys through Be Extra, of course, but how can we support your work that you do? Oh, me! <laughs> um, my <laughs> artist name is Ella Nedra, so that's E-L-A, and Nedra is N-E-D-R-A, Ella Nedra. So you can find me on Spotify, You can fi- wherever you stream music, actually, you can find Ella Nedra. I'd love you to check out and see what you think. My Instagram is Ella underscore Nedra. And uh, my therapist page is www.elenedrahealth.com. So that's my therapist. And my music's all on there, actually, anyway. So if you go to my website, you can find all my music and all my therapies. Fabulous. So that's awesome. me. And Rasheen, you'll be with Be Extra, I assume? Yeah, I've got... <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a new therapist. I don't have a website, <laughs> but <laughs> I've been getting my partner to make um, little logos to me recently. Oh. He's really good on the computer. Love so it. My, next, my next goal is to get him to make me a website i do i do some <laughs> freelance work as well um mm-hmm. so 
I guess I do have a DMP page, Dance Movement Psychotherapy uh, handle uh, on Instagram, which is Roisin Murphy um, dot DMP and Roisin is spelled R-O-I-S-I-N-M-U-R-P-H-Y dot DMP. And that's my Dance Movement Psychotherapy page if you want to get in touch with me for um, freelance work or anything like that. I don't know, just information, whatever. There's my email on that page as well. Fantastic. Brilliant. Thank you so much, guys. And of course, we will be looking at trying to get you guys a fantastic beautiful place that they can access all of these tips and advice that you mentioned on the podcast today um we will be in close partnership and you know with with be extra and all the fantastic things you're doing for the community acapella is just one branch of the massive field that you are kind of exploring in the arts so thank you so much for all of your advice yeah thank you guys thank you you for having us it's been amazing so and until next time we'll see you then all right thanks guys see you guys Thanks. Whoa.